Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast, people. It is 2020, and your bartender is here to save the day. Well, probably uh, probably was the evil enemy that you were thinking about on the morning of New Year's Day. But no, Anthony, the dude, he's back. And uh, this is a brand new year. We're going to try some brand new things. But of course, we got to stick with the old stuff. You know what I do at the beginning of the show? I talk about my drink special. You know what? Usually I try to go deep. I go into the deep realms of bartender recipes and try to find you something that you've never heard of before. But uh, today I'm going to keep it simple because that's what keeps coming up on social media. That's what people are talking about on the streets. It is after New Year's Day. They want to forget what happened last year, last night, whatever. And so... Traditionally, let's uh, go with a theme here. I pulled up the recipe for a mind eraser. Now, I'm sorry you bartenders and servers out there that already know what a mind eraser is, but I'm going to remind you anyway because, hey, it's my show. So anyway, the ingredients for a mind eraser, you need two ounces of vodka and two ounces of coffee liqueur with some club soda. How you make it? You add the coffee liqueur and vodka into a rocks glass over ice, and top that baby off with club soda, serve with a straw. Yes, it is that simple. And, you know, I don't, uh, I've never met anybody uh, that's drank a mind eraser that's all of a sudden finished off the glass and looked up at me and said, who the hell are you? Or automatically said, who am I? What am I doing here? How'd I get here? No, no, I've never seen it happen. But, you know, it might make some people feel better out there. You never know. It just goes along with the theme of tonight's show. And what is that theme, you ask? Come on, I've already talked about Mind Eraser. I've already talked about New Year's Day. What is the theme of today's show? Well, obviously, it's uh, starting new. It's, you know, uh, tonight's show is um, the bartender advice forum. Uh, so this is just a short show, and, you know, things like this, they probably deserve a longer show, and hell, I'll probably think of a way to make it a longer show by Saturday, which would be the next time that, that I post another podcast. So, you know, uh, remember to check us out. Uh, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podbean. Uh, you know, I've put myself all over the place. You're bound to find me if you haven't found me already. Obviously, you listen to the show, so you probably have found me. However, for uh, this new 2020 episode of Hey Bartender Podcast, we've got to talk a little bit about people that sit back and say, this is a new year, this is a new me, this is, uh, you know, this is, I'm going to do this this year, I'm going to improve myself somehow. You know what? I completely encourage everybody out there to do that. I mean, if you're unhappy with your job, 
find yourself another job. If you're unhappy in your relationship, find yourself another relationship. But, you know, it. some of you people, you, uh, you beat a dead horse. Well, that's the only way I can put it. And it's, it's got to get better or there's nothing else out there for me right now. Um, the, what if I don't find another new job or what if I'm alone for the rest of my life? Yes, bartenders, you know, servers, you know, you've heard that before. If, what if I never find anybody? <gasps> and then they start crying and whatever they happen to be drinking. And then you're like, oh, God, we got another crier. But that's how it goes along with today's subject for the podcast. Advice that I have tried to dole out. I, I most of the time would just give generic advice to people because I was always afraid of giving them advice and at the advice end up being really bad or misunderstood. And they go ahead and do what I say because for some stupid reason I make sense. And then they end up uh, alone, miserable, this, that, the other thing, whatever. And uh, New Year's Eve uh, was usually the catalyst for that sort of thing. Uh, you, you know how it is, you know, New Year's Eve, everybody is partying, having fun, maybe drinking a little bit more than they should because the new year is a big deal and we made it to another year. And this is, uh, actually another really big year, 2020. I mean, sure. We were all happy in 2010. We were happy at the new middle start, at least of the new millennium and 2020, uh, comes around. So, uh, we got, uh, the, we're going to have those people that are waiting to uh, say happy February 20th or February 2nd, 2020, uh, you know, uh, so they can say two zero uh, zero two two zero zero two zero two zero. you know, um, I, I it's must be a math thing. I don't understand it personally, but, you know, a lot of people go out, they celebrate, and then the day after New Year's Eve, not even the day, sometimes the night after uh, 12 o'clock, after 12 a.m. As a bartender, I would normally be stuck at uh, at the bar cleaning up because the uh, because one time one year, my boss thought it would be fun to shoot silly string out, uh, throw confetti. And so we had spent majority of the night. Uh, cleaning the bar before we could leave and, you know, getting all the side work done. So uh, the next person who, who ends up behind the bar doesn't have to do it and uh, cleaning all the dishes, every single one of those glasses and vacuuming, you know, vacuum cleaners hate silly string, you know, FYI, I'll tell you that now, but so we're stuck there majority of the time. Now uh, my boss, uh, the year that I'm thinking about, uh, arranged that we all have, uh, that we all hooked up in a hotel room and had a little new year's get together. And I honestly think she was hoping for an orgy at this point, but, uh, you know, that's, that's a different podcast. Not, not my podcast, somebody else's podcast, probably one of those podcasts where people actually know something about sex. I digress. We'd all get together. We'd go over to this hotel room uh, so we didn't have to venture out wherever we needed to go to get home and have to go past police checkpoints and all that stuff. Sounded like fun to begin with, but, you know, it was 
well, maybe it was more fun for them. But I, I was, I, I'm kind of a drag. Uh, I don't drink, and uh, I uh, at the time I didn't bring my guitar uh, wherever I went. And truth being told, uh, I it's because I didn't want to be that guy that sits there with the guitar, you know, and just holds it. You know, I I have to have something to play. And if people aren't listening, I could put the guitar down. I don't sit there begging for attention with the guitar. That, whoa, wait, hey, off track. Not what I want to talk about. So after we leave the hotel room, um, you know, 6 a.m. or something like that, that is the time after New Year's that I thoroughly enjoy. And all the times that I've had nighttime jobs, I look forward to this. That is the New Year's walk of shame. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I said it. The world, uh, the New Year's Walk of Shame. Now, for those of you who do not know what the New Year's Walk of Shame is, it goes something like this. Your person can be man, woman, uh, doesn't matter. Your person that accidentally went home or back to the apartment of somebody you really shouldn't have or you're not too proud of, and you end up walking down the street trying to get back to your car, trying to get back to your home and you're dressed to the nines and uh, maybe holding one of articles, one of your articles of clothing in your hand at your side, uh, jackets, purse, not in the traditional way. And you're looking down at the street as, as if you are severely uh, depressed about doing something that you probably shouldn't have. And, that was always enjoyable to watch for me just because I'm, yeah, I'm one of those guys that likes to sit and watch YouTube and watch ice skaters fall. Uh, that cracks me up or watch skateboarders completely biff it or, uh, you know, other people's unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel sorry for him a little bit, but it's, God, it's funny. Just seeing the people walk down the street, uh, in, in uncomfortable shoes and uh, their hair a little mussed up or, uh, you know, and just to see them visually dragging, whether it's because of a hangover or they made a huge mistake uh, and they had to make their way back, uh, back to familiar ground. And it, you know, I couldn't help but laugh. I'm really sorry. It makes me really insensitive. I accept that right now. So if anybody was offended by that, uh, you know, one of these days, uh, tried, uh, one of these years, go out about five, 6 AM on new year's day. If you're awake and didn't party the night before and, uh, check it out, you know, downtown areas, you'll see tons of it. Trust me. But then, we come to the next day of the bar shift, uh, January 1st, you know, everybody's making the resolutions and deciding, okay, this is what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to get a better job. I'm going to, you know, they're all psyched, but not all of them. Cause you see after the new year's walk of shame, some people are still kind of that thing that happened the night before is dwelling in their mind. And it, so who else to come to for advice, but your bartender? Cause I've, like I've said before, most people will tell their bartenders and possibly hairdressers things that they wouldn't normally tell anybody else. 
they wouldn't tell their family. They won't tell us a, a doctor or psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever. They'll go out and tell their bartender. And so then, you know, on January 1st, I'd be bartending. And then these people that had just completed the New Year's Day walk of shame, they've slept off whatever that they drank, and they just kind of snuck into my bar, kind of making sure that uh, whatever they're trying to avoid is not there. And then they look at you and say, I made a huge mistake last night. Now, I like I said, I never knew what advice when uh, when it came to things like you went home with somebody you shouldn't have or you did something that could possibly have catastrophic failure in your current relationship because, hey, uh, you know, everybody's different. Everybody uh, handles things differently. And so most popular was... Uh, was unfortunately they went home with somebody that they shouldn't have. They, they're like, I don't find that person attractive. I don't like that person. Uh, normally it just kind of happened. And so I would basically look at, look at them and say, you know, that's all on you. I, there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, I mean, you'll have to talk to them eventually if you want to, especially in that uh, in the bar that I worked at, because if you want to keep coming to this bar, which they frequent, if you want to live in this city where they live, you're going to have to try to own up to it eventually. So you got to sit back and wonder how you're going to do it. Break it to the person gently uh, because, yeah, unless they have the exact same feelings, which I haven't talked to them yet, uh, unless they have the exact same feelings, uh that's all on you. Uh, you're uh, you're just going to have to break it to them. Look, last night we had a great time, but I'm not all for it. Or, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. I think that's that was the popular excuse of the day. And you know, I uh, that would usually go over uh, pretty well. I mean, there were some circumstances where I'd see the person very happy to see the person that isn't that happy to see them. And then all of a sudden they go off in the corner and have a little conversation. I've never seen it come to blows. Truthfully, uh, the person that was a little overexcited for them uh, to see the, uh, to see that person the next day. Luckily I never uh, saw it get emotional. It was usually, um, it came off as a mutual understanding, but you know, ultimately somebody's heart does get broken. It just all depends on how uh, the other person sees it. But the ultimate thing you got to do is you got to own up to it. Don't pretend it never happened because one, that's rude. Come on. You know, it's, I mean, don't just sit there and go, oh, hey, look, I was so drunk last night. I don't know what happened. So I last thing I remember was uh, the ball dropped and we all screamed Happy New Year and uh, what, whatever that person's name was, bought us all shots, and I blacked out. And all of a sudden, I was walking down the street. What you know, uh, I I was in my own bed. What the hell? No, don't try to play it off like that. Own up to it. And everybody, I I mean everybody. And I because I've seen it way too many times where it's just like, oh hey, 
Um, yeah, uh, last night was fun. So, you know, go talk because that's the most important thing. And it's probably the only thing that's going to keep any real animosity from really building up between both parties. That's the only real advice that I would have when it comes to situations like that. You got to own up to it and be truthful. And I mean, everybody says that be truthful, be the, uh, uh, yeah, it, that's pretty much the only way that you're going to get out of it. If you know you made a mistake and you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings, you just got to own up to it and tell them the truth. And yeah, somebody's heart's going to get broken no matter what. So deal with it. But the other New Year's Eve thing, this person came up to me and said, I made a huge mistake. And I was like, okay, what? And I mean, new year, new, uh, new you. Yeah. And they're like, I went home with somebody last night and, uh, I'm feeling really, really guilty about it. And I look at him and I said, I think you probably feel really guilty about it because you're due to be married in the next couple months. And they go, exactly. I don't know what to do. I really should tell my significant other what happened. Shouldn't I? And, there we are on that really weird cusp. It probably shouldn't be really weird. I'm sure there's a lot of people screaming at their uh, car, screaming in their car, or screaming at their phone right now saying, you have to tell the truth. But there's also some circumstances where, you know, ignorance is some kind of bliss, isn't it? No, probably not. But... This customer was sitting there and truly, truly ashamed of what happened the night before and didn't know what to do about it. And, you know, I was like, well, hey, that's up to you how you control it. Here's your options. Now, you can keep your mouth shut for the rest of your life because you know it's never going to happen again and go off, live a great life. But odds are, it's going to eat away at you. You're going to want to tell your significant other the truth. And uh, eventually, and set them down and say, look, I made a huge mistake. And then the wedding's off. The uh, And it's just a horrible moment. The wedding's off for at least a little while until the, the couple can uh, kind of patch things together. I had a hard time giving advice on situations like that, especially to that customer because they they were in love with the with their significant other, and they let it slip. And uh, it was I I can't afford to call that an accident. I'd probably lose podcast listeners if that uh, if I called it an accident. But it's something that happened. That's what we can all agree uh, agree on. It happened. It's in the past now. Now, how you move forward with your life, that's all up to you. You, you can either tell them, get it off your chest. Yeah, maybe your conscience is clear, but it might upset the other person. Or you can keep it bottled up for the rest of your life. Uh, and eventually a doctor uh, cut out a big piece of uh tumor uh big tumor out of your colon from all the guilt that you're suffering 
but nonetheless, you know, that's your, that's uh, how you're going to live your life. And I'm not going to be the one that tells you yes or no, uh, whether you did good or bad. And don't think even for a second that I am going to help you break the news because that's just not something I'm going to do. Oh, yeah, people, I mean, I've had people come up to uh, say, hey, do you think you can tell this person that I don't uh, really like them or help me out, get out of this relationship? No, <laughs> God, no, no, that's all you. And uh, I'm not going to be a party to that. Does that happen to any other bartenders out there? Is where their customers said, hey, you look, I really don't want to see this person anymore. You think you can talk to them for me? Uh, I got that situation like two or three times and each time was not even just a no. It was, Oh hell no. You know, that's all you, you go deal with that yourself. And I'm not going to be the person to uh, bring bad news. God, what, what are these customers thinking? Anyway, people that ends this bartender advice, uh, part of, uh, part of my show. Uh, do I do try to do this probably once a week at once every other week. This is a new year, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what my resolution for this podcast is? I want to bring on guests, more guests, and I want to bring on more musical acts. So if you're a bartender or server out there that wants to be a part of Hey Bartender Podcast, email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com and tell me your story. Let me know a little bit about you. And we can arrange to have you on the show. I'd love to hear your stories, and I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that would love to hear stories too. Because bartenders and servers, let's admit it, our stories rock. If you're a music act that wants to get a little bit of uh, exposure with a little bit of help from uh, my little podcast here, once again, email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. If you want to get uh, get in on a little bit more, follow a little bit more of Hey Bartender Podcast, you can find me on Facebook, Hey Bartender Podcast. You can find me on Instagram, Hey Bartender Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Hey Bartender PO1. You can also visit the website, www.heybartenderpodcast.com, where you can see my slightly neglected blog, uh, updates for drinks, and uh, you know what, if you want to help promote, uh, if you want to help, pr- help me promote the show, help support my show, pick up a t-shirt and that all the, uh, that'll help me keep the show running that much longer. So giving you all my information, I can't wait to hear from any of you. If you have any questions or need advice on something, I can't promise it'll be any good, but, uh, something that I can bring up on the show. Once again, email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com, and just ask your bartender anything. I'll, uh, I'll answer any questions to the best of my ability. And I can guarantee within a 5 6% accuracy, the advice will be good. So, well, uh, welcome to the new year, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to January 1st, 2020. And remember, if you didn't do anything uh, interesting last night, you weren't trying hard enough. So, as usual, at the end of every show, I love to tell everybody lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. Don't take any shit from anybody. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year, too. Bye.
Blow again. I said, Hey, watch.